Good morning, beautiful, beautiful people. I hope you're well. Um, today, I wanted to talk to you about food intolerances. So this is something that has been bothering me for much, much longer than I realised. Um, I was diagnosed with IBS like maybe 10 years ago. So kind of, in my opinion, it was before it got well known um, as a condition and before there were so many different food choices out there. So basically, I my tummy was horrendously bad, really, really bad. Um, and you know when you're like I can't leave the house because I might need to go to the toilet like that kind of thing and I had a holiday coming up with um, some girlfriends and obviously I didn't want to cancel but it was the worst my stomach had ever been I thought there was something really wrong with me and I thought I was going to have to cancel so I went to the doctors and he um, said I had IBS and basically the advice that I was given um, obviously <laughs> I'm not a doctor so do what you want with this advice um, <laughs> was to just avoid any foods that made me feel ill um, and that affected me. So basically the biggest thing for me at the time, yes, it was alcohol. So <laughs> I had a very good time in my first year at uni. I drank pretty much anything that was put in front of me. We went out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. Um, you know, <laughs> it was good times. But in my second year, that's when I started to feel really, really bad. So I'd go out and I would either have one drink um, and then I'd feel kind of paralyzed. It sounds really bizarre, but I remember standing at the side of the dance floor and I, I physically couldn't move. I was in so much pain. I couldn't move my legs, couldn't move my arms. My abs, uh, my tummy was hurting me so much and there was nothing I could do about it and I just had to just pretty much stay still. Um, and that's when it kind of all started from there. Um, <clears throat> saw the doctor and basically I kind of figured that alcohol was the thing for me that was the issue. Um, if you can hear noise in the background, it's because Charlie's chasing a fly around <laughs> the house and causing havoc. So um, we'll blame him on, it, him on any noise. But it's very funny to watch if you were here. Um, so back to my story. Um, I kind of I started cutting out alcohol completely, and it was very strange at first, especially being at uni um, and kind of going going without alcohol. But you know, I got used to it very very quickly. Um, and then every so often I would have a drink and it wouldn't affect me every time. But I remember being in central London. I was on a staff do and I'd had two cocktails on my on my second one. And again, I got paralyzed. I couldn't walk. Um, it took me forever um, for my friends to try and carry me to a bus stop. We couldn't make it. Um, ended up having to get a taxi to the hospital, which wasn't great. Um, that was, you know, we ended up there in like... I don't know, six in the morning, it was horrendous. Um, and then when I was in Greece, I used to live out there for a little bit. And again, this was when I wasn't drinking and the same thing would happen and I would just be walking down the street and be paralyzed. I had to like crouch down on the floor and just hug my knees until it passed. And, and it was so frustrating because I get people being like, oh my God, she's so drunk, she's so wasted. And I'm like, I am not. I have not had one single drink today. This is just what my body does. Um, so that happened quite a lot. So cutting out alcohol at first was a really um, good thing. So at the moment, I drink about once a year. Um, I just, I, to be honest, I don't really like the taste of alcohol, so it's never really bothered me to not have it. Um, you know, I, I'll dance like a moron with or without alcohol anyway, so that's not really an issue. And I teach most evenings, so I don't really have much time to go out. It makes me sound like a really, like, it's a sad tale, but it's not, you know. We go out once a year with our, well, we go out more frequently with our kind of um, school, um, like pole school, dancing, and not the actual school, that'd be, that'd be strange, but um, <laughs> we... We go out dancing kind of 
quite frequently now, which is really fun, but about once a year is when I drink, usually around Christmas time. Um, I kind of accept the fact that I'm going to feel horrendous the next day um, and just kind of embrace the fact that it's probably going to be a TV day. So that's kind of um, that's kind of the trade-off that I have. I, you know, I don't, I don't say I don't drink, but I very rarely drink. So once a year we have a very good time. <laughs> so then about two years ago, we went to... America and my tummy was the best it had ever been like I didn't have any kind of points where I need to go to the toilet or it felt uncomfortable there's nothing like that obviously I went to the toilet um and I realized that for three days I hadn't been eating bread because we'd been we'd been at the airport we'd been traveling for I think it was like 12 hour flight um and obviously they provided us with food and then getting off the other end, um, we just ended up not having, for whatever reason, not having bread. And I suddenly realized that that was the issue. Um, and then a couple of days later, while on holiday, I figured, why not test it? So we had bread and cheese and my tummy was bad again. But it was a real wake-up call for me because I was so used to my tummy being bad. Once I cut out alcohol, it started to get kind of, some days I'd be absolutely fine and some days it would be bad again. And it kind of took that time for me to realize that actually it's not normal, Um for that to happen and as soon as I started cutting out bread my stomach was so much better it's amazing um which uh, like I can't tell you how much of a difference it makes there's no kind of uncomfortable times when I'm out of the house there's no kind of <laughs> dashes to the toilet um so yeah I'm, I'm really kind of really happy to kind of figure that out so the other thing I can't have is caffeine so normal tea I cannot drink it um not because I'm intolerant to it but because when I stop drinking I get a massive massive headache almost instantly um and that so that's like if I go one day without drinking a tea um massive headache so it's not worth it so that's why now I just drink a decaf tea um and I'm fine with it so to bring you up to speed where I'm at now um I I'm trying to stay away from gluten because that for me is a big issue. So I don't actually eat bread anymore um, just because regardless of, of anything, like whether it's gluten-free or not, I don't, to be honest, I don't really like the taste of gluten-free bread or any that I've found so far. Some are okay, but most are kind of slightly chewy, let's say. Um, but, you know, I, I tend to stay away from bread. It's just easy that way. But we have gluten-free pasta, gluten-free oats, um, what else do we have that's gluten-free? Anything that we can find basically is gluten-free. So sometimes I accidentally have it without realising. And the next day I think, why, am I, why is my tummy bad? Like, so today my tummy's not great. And that's why I wanted to actually record this. Because I've realised stupidly that I've got into a habit of snacking. And some of the snacks that I'm having are not gluten-free. Um, and that's affecting my tummy again. Yay. So I'm back to square one. Okay, so now... Um, you, I've been talking about myself for a long time, but hopefully this is going to help you because if you are intolerant to food, you can test it. So there's a couple of ways. So you can obviously um, go and see someone who does this professionally and kind of figure out what you are or are not intolerant to. I was actually going to do that, but um, it cost about... 80 pounds I think when I found out uh, which didn't really bother me because if it was going to give me answers that's absolutely fine but it was I just to be honest didn't have enough time to figure it out and by the time I came around to it I realized that bread was a big trigger for me um so the main way that I now test it is to do it one thing at a time and kind of test it slowly so for example um if you wanted to see if it was bread um cut bread out 
of your diet and just see how that affects you now. Um, try not to replace it with anything that you wouldn't normally eat because then you don't know if that's going to be the thing that you can't eat. Um, so try and just cut it out. Have what you would usually eat or normally in your diet, what you what you would usually have. Mix it up a bit, um, but don't kind of don't go for a new thing um, and see if that affects you. Give yourself kind of a couple of days or a week, depending on how frequently you eat these foods, um, just to see how your tummy and how your body reacts to it. Um, gluten is obviously a big one. Um, that's kind of the big one for me. Um, but there's so many other things and like, I know some people that can't have vegetables, so things like that. So it might be something that does surprise you that you don't realize. And then obviously some things that you eat too much or so, um, through some of my healthy phases, I'll go and have smoothies, but just, just pretty much just fruit smoothies. And that is a overload of fruit. I do not need that much fiber in my diet. Cut that bad boy out. Um, it was, uh, yeah, that was not a fun experience, but it's kind of interesting the things that can kind of trigger you. So um, do it kind of one food at a time, go slowly with it. I would start with the foods that you think it's more likely to be. Um, so you can try cutting out the, um, for example, bread, um, pasta, stuff like that. And then if you do find you're intolerant to it, um, try and replace it if you want to with substitute so you can have obviously the gluten-free options um if that's what it is that's triggering you now some things um like bread if it's homemade you might actually be fine because it might not be the gluten in the bread that's affecting you it might be some of the additives or something else that's in it that's affecting you um so if i have homemade bread at my parents house usually I'm not too bad but if I were to have a homemade cake at their house because it's because of the flour I wouldn't be great afterwards um obviously you don't it's up to you what you cut out like if I want a cake and I can't get a gluten-free option I'm gonna have the cake it's gonna happen usually it's kind of homemade stuff but there's so many amazing places out there now like little there's kind of market stands there's shops um online places restaurants pretty much everywhere there's going to have different options for you um in terms of what you want to eat and nowadays luckily there's so many um there's so much awareness about it so it's really easy to go in and ask for kind of gluten-free options um i was really surprised when i was eating meat um and i had i asked for gluten-free version of a breakfast i think um and they served it without the sausage because the sausage had gluten in it which i wasn't really aware of either because to me it was like why would there be gluten in sausage um so i mean i don't really have that anymore now but it's just an example of <laughs> where you might surprise yourself finding things that you can't eat um i have been having kind of a small processed snack it's um what is it it's a um corn cocktail sausage yes the little corn cocktail sausages I don't know 100% what's in them but I've realized today that that's what's been making me feel bad because when I finish teaching I kind of need a little little hit of something so I kind of just have one or two of those sometimes a few more I'm not gonna lie but I have a couple of those um, and I think that's what's making me feel horrendous so that's the next thing I need to try and take out of my diet and see see if it affects me because the amazing thing is that if you do have a bad tummy then you don't have to live with it like if you don't have a bad tummy you, this will be completely irrelevant to you and you'll be like like what what's the issue but if you have a bad tummy hope like this might trigger something be like actually you know what I've been living with this for x amount of years and it's more of an issue than I thought um and I just I didn't realize how comfortable you could be in your body like I'm not bloated anymore like I'm not dashing to the toilet anymore like it's it's just amazing um so yeah that's kind of hopefully gonna be helpful to some of you um just kind of figuring out what your body can 
can and can't have um, and then at least when you figure it out it's up to you like I say I do drink but once a year and that's my choice to kind of accept the fact that I'm not going to feel great the next day um, but yeah go for go for a little testing phase see how you get on but if you if you want to go to someone fresh and get it done obviously that's going to give you quicker answers maybe not quicker answers but kind of more precise answers um, but yeah see how you feel with it but let me know if you are kind of intolerant to anything um, how you found it out and kind of what you do to deal with it as well so that'd be really really good to know and I hope this has helped you and I hope it's not too um I don't think I was too graphic <laughs> so hopefully this has helped you um, and I will see you later because there's loads of cars outside now and you probably can't hear me anymore but thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you soon bye